There we go. Good morning, everybody. Pastor Rob Hale here with Withered Hand Ministries and the Colleen Church. Coming to you live on the Colleen Church line and also over streaming over Facebook where we can post it easily over that way as well. So, good morning and God bless. Uh, we're on day two of Why Pray? 40 days from words to relationship. This is day two. Father God, we just ask you, Lord, that you come and meet with us on this line here today. God, cause your, this recording to go forth to where it needs to be. To touch who needs to be touched. Deliver who needs to be delivered. Save who needs to be saved, Father God. That the kingdom of God would flourish and increase. In Jesus' name we say these things. Amen. Thank you, Lord. All right, we're in day two of uh, this book, Why Pray, by John DeVeres. And this is day two. Uh, prayer is sitting on God's lap. The first chapter was, Does it pay to pray? And this one is, Sitting on God's lap. It starts out, My wife and I are blessed with 13 grandchildren as of this writing. The oldest is 10 and ten of them are boys. In that crowd is a six-year-old, Andrew, whose other set of grandparents, Nana and Papa, uh, Distra, Dixtra, are dairy farmers in North, North, uh, in Nova Scotia. Excuse me. When he turned six, Andrew spent a week with Nana and Papa District on their farm, helping in the barn and on the tractor. Of course, Nana and Papa doted on him, as loving grandparents will, telling Andrew they just wanted to imagine how they got along on the farm without him. They just couldn't imagine how they got along on the farm without him. When he left at the end of the week, their acolytes rang in his little ears, and his head was swollen with pride, how he had helped them. They called regularly, and each phone call ended with talking to Andrew and asking when he could possibly get back to the farm to help out. It was so hard without him, they said. Although they were getting by, they could hardly wait. Well, the little fellow took it this seriously, so seriously that in his paper circle, prayer circle at Sunday school, he offered lengthy prayers asking God to help Nana and Papa because they had so much trouble running the farm without him. How my wife and I laughed when our daughter, Mary, told us this story. Then God nudged me a bit, saying, John, you've been like little Andrew with me. You treated me like a, like a helper in the sky, thinking that all the work has fallen on your shoulders. You laugh in love, and it's your grandson's inflated ideas of how he, need, how he is needed on the farm. But don't you think that I, with love and delight, have laughed at all your exaggerated and puffed up ideas of importance in my kingdom. Since then, I have often thought of little Andrew on Papa's lap as they lumbered off on the tractor to do some field work. This image strikes me as a picture of myself in prayer. Prayer is the independent relationship in which I sit on the lap of my Heavenly Father and put my hand on His as He steers the tractor. After all, he not only owns and drives the tractor, but he also owns the farm. And when the old enemy Satan plays tricks on my mind, tempting me to think I don't matter to God, I ask myself what experiences on the tractor 
most of men most memorable for Papa Dijkstra? The answer, of course, is that all the hours spent on the tractor, none were so precious as when he had his little Andrew on his lap, and together they drove out to work in the field. As my Heavenly Father looks back, surely the moments of greatest delight in his relationship with me were when I, in childlike dependence and faith, climbed into his lap in prayer and put my little hand on his big hand and said, Father, could we drive the tractor over here? God warns me, as Papa Dijkstra warned Andrew, don't ever get on the tractor alone. I want you on the tractor, but only when I'm with you. In other words, don't try sitting alone in the driver's seat of your life. You see yourself in prayer in a prayerful prayer relationship, in a relationship of dependency, trusting God to guide you. The fields that are ripe for harvest are God's. He owns the tractor. He knows where to plow. Only when we, as little children, climb into our God's lap in prayer, feel like and feel His arm of love around us and experience the security of having our hands on his while he guides the steering wheel. Only then will missions move. I've had Andrew and other grandchildren on my own lap while mowing my lawn with a borrowed tractor, feeling so comfortable, feeling so comfortable and secure, more than once they fall asleep as we were riding. If you sometimes fall asleep in prayer while you're sitting on God's lap, don't worry or feel as if you've done it disappointed God. If your father needs you, he'll wake you. Your quiet heart is a joy to him. Prayer is meant to involve the same delight a little child feels on his grandfather's lap and so much security that you just might drift off to sleep. In what ways, in reflect discussion menu, he says, in what ways are you like Andrew, believing that his grandma and grandpa could not get along without him on the farm? Well, that's a lot of people talk about my ministry that are in that are in ministry, and I've talked about myself, but really, it's his ministry. We're along, we're along for the ride, and for the time that he'll uh, let our hand get on the tractor wheel, if you will, and you know, move the steering wheel a little bit as a small child would, like we're doing something when we're just trusting Grandpa to take care of it in case something goes wrong, or we trusting Heavenly Father to take care of it in case something goes wrong. Yeah, well, something will go wrong sooner or later. But if you trust in the Lord with all your heart and all your ways, acknowledge Him. He'll direct your path. Don't lean to your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. I want to tell a story here where my son-in-law, Brandon, and my daughter was a, a little, just a little tardy showing up for church years ago. And I was in the foyer and I was worshiping the Lord while the praise and worship was going on inside. Sometimes I just like to get off alone a little bit. Anyway, uh, they came through the door, 
and the Holy Spirit moved on me, and I looked at him, and I said, Brandon, I said, do you know why? Do you do you understand why God has us to put his hands up in the air to worship him and to praise him and to, and to thank him for who he is? Do you understand why that's in Scripture? And I think he said something to the fact that, that for the life of him, he didn't understand why that was. I said, don't you remember? This is what I tell him. I said, don't you remember when you're a little boy and you're looking at your daddy? And he said, pick me up, daddy. Pick me up, daddy. Let, let me sit in your lap, daddy. Pick me up, daddy. Hold me, daddy. Let me feel, feel the breath of your, uh, on, on the back of my neck. and Let me hear your heartbeat. Daddy, I just want to be close to you, Daddy. And uh, which that was all great. But see, God loves to confirm His word. And as soon as we went in and sat down, because praise and worship was over, we went in, we went in and sat down for the lesson. And this time we were sitting in a circle. And the pastor got up and he started teaching his lesson. And the first thing out of his mouth, he asked the question, "Do you know why?" God wants you to put your hands above your head and praise him with your hands uplifted. The Lord is my witness. This is a true story. And then out of his mouth said, because daddy, he wants you, you want daddy to pick you up and put you on his lap. That's a fact. Without a doubt, that's a fact. Father God, I pray that you bless those that hear this service this morning or whenever they hear it. That you touch them, that you lead them, that you guide them, that you fill them, make your countenance to shine upon them, be gracious to them, and give them peace, Father God. And thank you, Lord, for your surrounding protection, your infilling love, and the, and the great joy that comes in serving you. We love you, Lord. Thank you so much for your goodness and your mercy. Amen. All right. Goodbye and God bless.